Yeah, I was waiting too, so I don't hear nobody yet. <clears throat> oh, you did that. I'm good, sister. Just, you know, how you doing this morning? Okay. We have fun. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up? What's up, babe? What's up, I'm being hey, Vi. Good morning. Good morning. It looks like it's just us spoke around. Uh-huh. I said it seemed like it's us spoke around. Um, is there good a, morning, um, it's Diane. Hey, good morning, Diane. Good morning, Mona. Good morning, Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Monday. Love you. I love good. Monday. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, it's pretty Patrice. Hey, pretty. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Hey, brother. Is Pam on the line? Not yet. Again. Good morning, this is Cynthia. Hey, good morning. Hi, Cynthia. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. Happy Monday to you, too, sister. Oh, God, morning. Yeah. Good morning, it's Musala. Happy mo- Monday. Hi, sister Priscilla. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sharon. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sharon. How you doing? Happy Monday. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mona. Good morning, girlfriend. It's Diddy. Marvelous Monday. Hey, how you doing? Marvelous Monday. How you good, doing, Donna Mike? Hey, on this side of the, of the dirt, it's a blessing. Yes, it is. Look at that. So beautiful chocolate babies. I just love it. Every time I look at them, I just get joy, D.D., for real. Oh, so thank beautiful. you. They have kept me. So hallelujah with them and God. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And my little Rib. I was calling my Rib when I look at her now like, like she knows me. Hey, Rib. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Victory. Have anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Hi, Sister Tracy. Uh, How you doing? Good morning, Yvonne. Good morning. Good morning. I think I think really Yvonne just took over the whole sitting greeting. We was we was waiting for Pam, so. You guys got to excuse us. Hey, that's <laughs> like my day to hear her her joyful noise. Oh, God. Go ahead, sister. Hello, hi, good morning. Have anybody joined the call that would like to say good morning? It is marvelous Monday. It is magnificent Monday. Let's bless God on today and just say good morning to each other. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Good 
Sisters who? Sister Sylvia. Oh. Hi, Sister Sylvia. Oh, Good morning. Happy Monday. This is Marcella. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. Hello, anybody else doing the call that would like to say good morning? Please say good morning. This is a time we say good morning. Yes, go ahead, sister. Take over from here while I pull up the script. Go ahead. Please say good morning. Good morning. It's me, Ivana's Rochelle. Happy Monday, girlfriend. Good morning, Mona. Hello, hi, welcome to the Fair Victory, you guys. Now is the time that we move along with the call, and I just ask everyone to please mute your line. Hello, my name is Massimona, and that was my our sister, Yvonne, and we hosted this morning. We thank you. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, and encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed. Be sure to join us daily in February, where our new monthly theme is entitled Position. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself according, accordingly with the Lord. There are two announcements for today. First announcement is, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters and for married couples or married hopefuls. You can call in to this same number tonight at 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 Pacific. You will be happy that you did. And second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to pick God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving and supporting our mission? There are three ways to give. One way to give is declarevictory.org. Um, you can also give by paypal.me slash declarevictory, or you can pay through the through cash app. It's dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. Um, there are no prayer requests on the app. At least I didn't check. I apologize, you guys. And the order of the call is... Prayer and corporate praise would be brought by David. The declaration would be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we would move right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Pamela Jordan. Once again, our, the prayer and corporate praise would be brought by David. And the declaration 
will be brought by Pamela Jordan. And the scripture of today is from 2 Peter 3, 17. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from the secure position. Once again, I'm going to repeat it again. It's from 2 Peter, you guys, 3.17. And it reads, Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from the secure position. May the Lord add a blessing and what may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior of today, David, and we thank you. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you, Sister Mona. Thank you, Sister Yvonne. Thank you all for welcoming us and bringing us in. Uh, let us clear our hearts and our minds and begin to pray and come before the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now just rejoicing and praising your name, Lord God. We thank you for your strength, Lord God. We thank you for your love, and we thank you for your constant comfort, Lord God. We know that you watch over us and you protect us and you keep us strong and safe, Lord God, within your arms, Lord God. And we are grateful for that, Lord. Right now, we come before you asking for your blessings and your grace upon us, Lord God. We ask for your mercy, Lord God, and we ask for your strength, Lord God. We are grateful for all that you do, Lord God, because we know that we could do all things in Christ who strengthens us, Lord God. We know that we are limitless, Lord God, Lord God. We know that we can do anything that we have designed in our purpose, Lord God, for you, Lord God, to live the best lives that we can for the benefit of all lives, Lord God. We know that all things are possible to him who believes. Lord God, we come before you right now just asking that you guard our tongues from any evil, Lord God. And we, we, we ask that you just keep us from causing any hurt, harm, or danger to anyone else, Lord God. Just guard our hearts and our minds so that we can constantly do your work and be the, the members of the reconciliation that you've called us to be, Lord God. We now check our hearts for any unforgiveness towards ourselves or anyone else and totally release it. As we release it and forgive, we are also forgiven, Lord God. We pray right now for anyone who has wronged us right now and just ask that they'd be shown the error of their warriors right now, Lord God. Hereby destroy the plans of the enemy over their lives and ours, and we release your plans for all of us, Lord God. We ask that all of our paths lead to perfection in you, Lord. I bind the spirit of hate, negativity, doubt right now in the name of Jesus, and I loose the spirit of wisdom, clarity, strength, patience, prosperity, and above all, love, Lord God. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But if we do not forgive others of their trespass, neither will the Father forgive you of our trespasses, Lord God. We just thank you for all that you have, Lord God. We ask that you just comfort those that need comforting right now, Lord God, and give wisdom to those that need wisdom, Lord God. We just ask that you just let your power reign over every situation in our lives right now. We know there's still a pandemic raging throughout this world and throughout this country right now. We know that you are the ultimate cure, Lord God. You are the one that can keep our hearts and our minds stayed on you so that we can be that positive nature. We can let our light shine right now, Lord God. We thank you for the blessings that you're just pouring out on us the unseen and the seen right now, Lord God. And we ask expectingly, knowingly, that you have it under control right now, Lord God. We are full of love, Lord, right now. We are so grateful for all that you do because you are so good, Lord God. You've always kept us and you will always keep us. 
we should never lose sight of that. And we're just so grateful for that, Lord God. Right now, as I ask people to take their phones off, mute, mute to just let out a joyful noise, Lord God, that we're just praising you. And Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, we 
and the
first voice that we all hear in the morning and just greeting us. Um, and I, I just really appreciate you guys. And David, I, you know, I love you in my heart and I thank you so much for uh, that powerful prayer. I just want to remind you all to make sure that your phones are on mute. Um, if you can check right now and just uh, ensure that, you know, your phones are on mute. Um, now, this whole month, we're dealing with position. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking about um, position to serve, uh, position to serve and what that means. And I'm uh, going to kind of give you a little overview and background on, you know, what I mean by being in position or get in position to serve. Um, during this 2021, you know, we've seen uh, so much happen in 2020 with the pandemic and so much devastation that has happened across this country and um, people who have been sick and people who have died and um, were not uh, blessed to even see 2021. And now as we reach 2021, the Second month, we um, see this. Um, we we saw so much happening even in the country um, with the um, people trying to take over um, our capital and uh, the change in regime with um, our new president who has come in. And you know, a lot of people are angry. People are frustrated. People are. Um, just in disarray. Uh, let me remind you to please check your phones. Please make sure they're on mute. If you can just double check, I hear some shuffling taking place. Um, please make sure your phone is on mute. Um, but yeah, there's just so much um, uh, conflict going on. And at this time in this country, um, I think it's just such a clarion call to all believers, all Christians, to really uh, get in position, get in position to serve. Uh, make sure you understand what your calling is. Make sure you understand uh, what God desires you to do. Uh, because uh, as believers, um, it's essential that we know who we are, that we have a sense of, you know, um, what our identity is. Um, when you think about your identity and position, it, it really requires that we answer those questions. Who are you? Who do you serve? Um, and God's word really illuminates that for us, that it says that we're God's children in Psalms 139, uh, verse 14. It talks about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderfully made. Um, also in Genesis 1:26, it tells us that we're made in the image of God and that we're uniquely designed to be in that relationship with him. Ephesians 2:10 tells us that we're God's workmanship and that we're created in Christ Jesus to do good works, um, which God has prepared uh, beforehand. Um, now, by understanding our value as children of God, Romans 8:16 goes on to tell us that 
his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we're God's children. And Romans 8 goes on to tell us that our desire grows to respond to God's calling to be fellow workers, to serve his purpose as co-heirs with Christ. You see, our lives should be about God and not about us. Our primary calling and focus should be to be in relationship with God through that saving knowledge, through Jesus Christ, his son. And and our secondary calling is to um, um, to be um, make sure that not only are we Christ in, in Christ's heirs with Christ, but that um, we know that our calling is and we know what our gifts and talents are so that we can serve, that we can serve to God's glory and play the roles that he's called us to do as parents, as children, as um, spouse. And our gifts are to be sacred. According to Romans 14, 12, it tells us that God will hold us accountable one day. And for those who are called, especially to lead, must have that heart of service. And this is really important because as leaders, we're called to lead as Jesus did wherever we are. Now, whatever position God calls you to do, whatever you're called to do, God has predestined you. He will prepare you. He will enable you. When he called Moses, he asked, what do you have in your hand? And he told him to lay it on the, on the hand, uh, lay it on the ground. And it became a snake. And then he told him to pick it up by the tail. And when he did, it became a staff again. And that staff represented in Moses' life that he was a shepherd. It was a shepherd's staff. It represented his identity as a shepherd. It represented his, his, his income as a, a, uh, a shepherd because he attended to the sheep and that was what he had. Remember David, when God called him to go before the giant, he used what he had in his hand and God's calling us to use what he's given us, what he's equipped us what we have in our hands during this year, 2021. Yes, just like Moses and David, when the time was right, God asked Moses to surrender everything that he had in his hands. And God's asking the same thing for us. As we get in position to serve, he's called us to, to leave our jobs, our our, our income, everything, and yield to him because it all belongs to him anyway. So in God's time, when he's ready to use us and position us for his purpose, for good work, we must yield and surrender unto him. Ephesians 4, 1 tells us that we are to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. And then Romans 11:29 says that God's call and his gifts are irre- irrevocable for nothing can change our calling and gifting, which God has equipped us for his serving. And the place that God calls you to is the place where our deepest joy, our deepest passion 
and the world's hunger and need meet. Yes, God equips us with gifts and ability to fulfill his call. The reason scripture calls them spiritual gifts is because they are gifts and abilities or talents that have been imparted by the Holy Spirit to each believer for the glory of God. Now, recently our church has been um, doing spiritual surveys and we've been talking about our spiritual gifts. And it's interesting because, you know, as I was um, preparing this last night, I saw where it talks about how God's spiritual gifts um, prepare us and it's where the community's needs meet the gifts and our passion that we have. And as we did this survey, we did it last year at the beginning of the year, and um, we, we, we are doing it this year. And it's interesting because as we um, took the survey, I was anticipating that my survey would be, um, you know, identical to what it had been in years past when I finished um, my um, my um, degree in uh, theology, they had us do a spiritual gift uh, assessment to determine what our gifts were and to uh, determine the areas of ministry that we would be going into. And they were counseling us in those areas. And my uh, spiritual gift, my dominant gift was um, uh, exhortation. And then it came uh, giving and um, shepherding. And so I just automatically knew, you know, in taking the assessment this year, that that would be my dominant gift again. It's always been exhortation. And I assumed it would be exhortation again. And it was interesting because as I took the assessment this year, my gifting changed drastically um, sure. And I um, saw where my gifting was um, mercy, and the results came back that my gifting was mercy, and my uh, that was my dominant gift. And then the secondary gift, um, it was interesting because my dominant gift I scored really high on, and then my secondary gift um, I scored the same score on like four gifts. <laughs> and so I, you know, asked my pastor about that. I was like, you know, I don't show a separation between, you know, this being gift one and then this being gift two, three, four, five, six, you know, down the line. And, you know, he was saying, yeah, he knows, noticed that a few people did that, including himself, that, um, and what it means is that God has equipped me in several different areas to serve and that at this time in the country at this time in our community you know these are the gifts that um, are needed for the community and that God will engift us based on the need of the community um, and that's what I was just saying it's like our passion um, and desires will meet the need of the community where we're gifted in and so my dominant gift was mercy, but then I had like four other gifts that all scored the same rating, which was shepherding, administrative, 
prophecy and serving. And it's interesting because, you know, I always thought that exhortation was all about encouraging and counseling, but exhortation is more about uh, teaching and educating and inspiring people through knowledge and imparting knowledge on them, um, kind of more order and knowledge. And if people have uh, things that they're concerned with, the things that they're dealing with, um, exhortation, those who have the gift of exhortation can soundly give them advice and tools to help them through what they're dealing with. Whereas mercy is more about empathy and just really having that compassion for the people. And that's what is happening now in the world. It's like we have so many people who are in need of empathy, so, so in need of compassion, who are dealing with grief, who are dealing with sorrow, who are dealing with all kinds of things that are happening in their lives. And, you know, they're in need of these gifts. And it's interesting because several people in our a congregation scored fairly high and mercy being one of their dominant gifts. And so, you know, as we were studying this, it made me realize, you know, like I was saying, how God will equip us, you know, based on the time and what's happening in our country. He's equipping several of us with this dominant gift of mercy. And I want to encourage us here on this call to take an assessment, you know, find out what your gifts are, find out where God needs you. Um, it's interesting because we have teachers who are teaching um, and they're not even gifted in teaching. You have people who are serving in areas that that's not their gift. And so it's important that you understand what your gift is and what God has already equipped you with, um, what areas, um, that he has, uh, the Holy Spirit has um, imparted on you so that you can serve effectively in your community. Now, um, spiritual gifts um, are tools that God gives us to do the work of the ministry. And so that's why it's important you understand what those gifts are. It's for us to not only do the great commission, but to really reach out into that community and to help your community. And everybody's given a spiritual gift from the moment that you are, are, are saved, once from the moment that you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, you know, they're not based on your age. It's not a specialty ministry. It's not based on any of that. But they um, prepare us for what God needs. It, it accomplished a variety of results. It, it's a primary channel through which the Holy Spirit ministers to us. It, it's the supernatural capacity to really serve God's people. And it's the supernatural desire to even perform those duties of the gifts. Now, spiritual gifts are, like I said, are tools to build the body of Christ. Um, there's this um, uh, they, they are to influence our motive. They're, it's a divine calling from God with that responsibility to serve because what God's gifted us to do, he's called only us to do. And what he's called us to do, 
he's gifted us to do. The spiritual gifts are given um, not to glorify ourselves, but it's the Holy Spirit who chooses which gifts to impart on each believer based on our background and our culture, our personality. It's, it's uniquely for us. And like I said, it's based on the needs of the community. And this is why uh, God calls us to this place, uh, to this gift. Um, And it's important that we understand what it is. Like I said, mine was mercy. And um, there's several biblical accounts where people use their spiritual gifts when they were called by, by God. Now, how can we use our spiritual gifts properly? Um, I really want to encourage you to read and really study um, scriptures of, uh, on Joseph, uh, Moses, Nehemiah, Esther, uh, Jonah, as well as Jesus, who received calling and were equipped with gifts. Um, now, God often used people to communicate to us about our call. Sometimes. Um, It's an event or circumstance to guide us to the purpose and to understand what God is calling us to do. Uh, Oftentimes, our preparation will guide us. You know, uh, Dion always talks about preparation, and oftentimes it's based on a particular time and season. There's several factors that come together that allows us to fulfill God's purpose. Um, some examples on how God used people, events, or preparation and timing to bring about his purpose was um, Mordecai. God used Mordecai to communicate his call to Esther. And then God used um, a significant events through the burning bush to get Moses' attention. God used uh, Joseph's gifts were revealed after two months of preparation while he was in prison. And then Nehemiah's perfect timing came after he prayed, fasted, and reflected for four months before he was communicating with the king about his calling. Now, see, God might equip you for years, or it might be months, or it might be days. Whatever it is, God is preparing you, and typically he will prepare you. He'll utilize skills that you already have that you did not even know you have. He will show you, you know, this is to be used for my, for, uh, for the building of the kingdom. Now, whatever your gifts are, God is calling us for such a time as this. Jesus says, my sheep hears my voice and I know them and they follow me. You see, we're to follow when we hear God's voice, whether it's through his word or through people who share with us, we're to, we're to respond, we're to be obedient when God calls us. Now, God desires that um, through our obedience that we follow what he tells us to do, what he's been gifted, empowered us to do. Like I said, it's not for us, but it's for his glory, and it's for the building of his kingdom.
Now, the scripture tells us that if we're God's children, his spirit will lead us. For the Holy Spirit will illuminate God's truth in our lives and direct us in what we're to do. The Holy Spirit also speaks to us through prayer. And as we seek counsel to God through God, uh, through the Holy Spirit, he will direct us. And the closer we are to God, we'll begin to understand his plans for our lives. We'll understand what he's calling us to do. And we can respond in faith what he's uh, uh, and obedience to serve and do what he's calling us to do. You see, our personal calling is always an opportunity to influence and inspire others. Remember when God asked Moses to put down the shepherd's staff and throw it on the ground and it became a snake? God asked him to pick it up again by the tail. And as he did, it became a staff. Well, think about it. Moses' staff did not only symbol his identity or his source of livelihood or his income, but it also represents his influence. Because as a shepherd, he used his staff to, to, to uh, guide the sheep from point one to point two. And God was able to use those skills to help him move God's people out of Egypt into the promised land. And God's doing the same with us. He wants us to surrender to him. He wants us to surrender our identity and our, our influence and everything that we have. He wants us to yield to him. Just as he could uh, bring that staff, change that staff to snake, he can bring our calling and our gifts to life. Because when God calls and puts us in position to be used, he wants and desires from us to yield everything to him. Because as servants, as leaders, just as others entrust us to provide um, direction to them, to use our gifts to serve in a particular place or a particular time, God desires the same from us. How has your role as a servant or a leader empowered others to serve God more fully? In Revelation 3.8, God says, I have placed before you open doors that no man can shut. So have you experienced opportunities to serve? Have you experienced opportunities to use your talents and your gifts for the building of God's kingdom? Yes, God will bless you in your life. And God will bless you even more abundantly when you yield to him and use your talents. Get ready and position to use your gifts to serve. Use your gifts. To, to help others, use your gifts to be a blessing to the body of Christ, to non-believers, to the world, because God needs us to be that. Father God, I just pray right now, Lord, that you would just bless us right now in the name of Jesus, God. 
Help us, God, to yield to you, God, to yield to the calling that you have on each of our lives here on this call. God, many of us may not know what direction or what call we have, God, but I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would begin to speak to them, God, and that they would begin to understand fully what their gifts are and what their calling is, God, that they may use it to your glory, God. For there are so many hurting people out here, God. There are so many people who are spiritually dying, God, and you are calling us, your children, to step up, God, and to to be obedient, God, to step up and to use what you have given us, to use what's already in our hands, God, to use the gifts that you have already equipped us with, that you've already made preparations for, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us to uh, not allow this to land on deaf ears, God, but that we hear it with our open ears and open heart, God, ready to serve, God. God, I just praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, we will open the call up um, for everybody saying good morning. I am going to have to get off the call at 7, so if anyone wants to continue the discussion uh, once I get off, um, that would be great. Um, otherwise, um, we'll be ending at 7. Um, but let's open it up for uh, those who did not get a chance to say good morning to say good morning. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Leonia. Good morning, Leonia. Good morning, this is Sister Stephanie. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning, Pamela. Awesome, awesome declaration. Everyone have a blessed and a marvelous Monday. Good morning. Morning, Pamela. It's Rochelle. Morning, family. Awesome declaration. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Juanita. Um, so let's jump into a very brief discussion. Um, anyone like to share any thoughts, any comments, any need for clarification? Um, yeah. I have a quick question. I wanted to know, you had talked about um, taking a test to see where you need to be spiritually, where God is calling you to be. Where do you take the test at? How do you... Um, I could put a link in the um, the uh, room and um, have it available for anyone who wants to do it, um, that you're welcome to do it. Okay. How do I get it, to the room? Um, let's see. Let me get somebody who can get you in. What's your name? Cynthia. Cynthia? Okay. So you're not in the victory room? Um, I, I I believe I know how to get to the victory room. I have to, um, right now I'm on, um, I have you guys plugged in on my um, um, contact, but I, did, I believe I know how to get to the victory room where everybody 
um, that speaks is on there and stuff like that? Is that the Victory Room? Um, yeah, it's kind of like a group on Facebook. And so in that group, we everybody shares um, different ideas and comments, prayer requests um, on a daily basis. You can post things on there. Yeah, I never, I, I never did that before. I never been on that one before. Okay. Um, what's your last name, Cynthia? Jones. J O N E S. Yes. All right. Let me find you on Facebook. Okay. Uh, no, I just need to find you. You are on Facebook, correct? Yes. I'll, I'll, yes, I'll add her fan. I'll, I'll okay, add her. Great. And Cynthia, you can simply go to Google. Yes or whoever else wants to know, and simply type in spiritual gift assessment. Okay, got you. It's not hard to find at all. There are loads and loads okay. and loads of them. Okay, got yeah, you. there's Thank a lot of much. different ones. All right. Thank you. Back on mute. All right. Um, but yeah, so I, I'll also post the link that our church used um, for ours. But, yeah, you can definitely there's there's tons of them available that you can use online um so anyone else like to share or have a comment or question yeah good morning this is uh brother eric oh, <laughs> great eric. decoration how you doing uh, i like eric. how you tied in um, the spiritual gifts is the one uh, in taking that uh, survey or assessment is 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 a, a wonderful way to finding out where your position uh, is in the body. Now it's funny, you know. Always, you know, always thought that me and um, Jew <clears throat> were put together divinely. Uh, well, I know this not thought, but um. When we took this spiritual gift survey, we found out we have the same gifts. Now they're in different. Uh, uh, the top three of the top three gifts are kind of different <clears throat> in terms of of a uh, of priority, but they are the same. And so, but I do want to say this, though: if you have taken the spiritual gifts uh, survey or assessment. And uh, within the last, uh, if you haven't taken it within the last three to five years, you may want to do it again. Uh, because one of the things about the spiritual gifts is that I, I, while I do know we have primary ones, but that God may equip us um, with uh, other spiritual gifts for a season or whatever, or wherever the Holy Spirit needs to position us in, in, in the body at this time or whatever, uh, our, our gifts uh, may change. I, I do know um, when I was in the Presbyterian denomination, we had a, we had an um, executive presbyter that uh, exhibited spiritual gifts. Like one time she was at a church and they needed healing. And so, you know, for that time, she had the spiritual gifts of healing. And I remember her testimony, how she, you know, how she had that. But then when she went somewhere else, she no longer had that spiritual gift. So while I do believe we have spiritual gifts that we carry on us, but there are other spiritual gifts that may be uh, endowed by the Spirit for a season. So, but wonderful declaration. God bless. Thank you. 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 Th
Amen. Amen. Yeah, because like I was saying, you know, for the longest, mine was, um, um, ah, why am I drawing a blank? Um, and it's interesting because um, now mine has been, the, my dominant gift has been mercy. And prior to that, it was like my gift was always um, exhortation. And it's, you know, like Eric was saying, it's definitely based on the need of the community or, you know, the need um, that God needs you to fulfill. And that gift might change from time to time. So, you know, like I said, even within the last year, when we took it last year with our church, uh, my dominant one remained the same, but my secondary ones changed. And so, you know, it's important that you. Uh, do an assessment and find out where your gifts are and where uh, you're dominant um, so that you are operating in the gifting that God has equipped you with. Um, Because so often people will do where they are needed and that may not be where you're gifted. And so it's important that we're operating in our gift so that, you know, we can really see the fullness of uh, the Holy Spirit being manifested um, in our community. Anyone else have any comments? Good morning, it's Didi. I just wanted to thank you for um, two things. Have a nephew pray us in was amazing. I love to hear him pray. He prays so effectively and so from the heart. And then your message, the reminder that 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 are those of us that are just um, our gifts, we're in, in another position that we shouldn't be in because maybe it's convenient or maybe we just got put there. And then like Brother Eric mentioned, you go to a different church or you do, do another ministry and you're in a whole other position that really wasn't what God um, had for you. So to really tap into and to know to take the assessment is a really good thing. So thank you, sis. I love you. Constantly praying just for your well-being, and thank you for setting off this Monday. I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. Anyone else? Okay, well, um, I'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer. Um, If there's no one else, I want to remind you all to, um, I I put uh, one of the links for an assessment in the uh, victory room. Um, As Dion said, you can go on Google and there's tons of them there, uh, but the link that I put was the one that we've been using in our ministry. Um, and I want to encourage everybody to please make sure that you um, do an assessment as we talk about um, position. You know, we really want to make sure that we are positioning ourselves to uh, be utilized um, at the, you know, the best of our abilities, like where we are, where God has truly empowered us, you know, to make sure that we are positioning ourselves to serve at that capacity. Um, All right, let us close out. Father God, I just thank you um, for uh, today. I thank you, God, for the word and message that you gave me. God, I thank you, God, for um, 
just in parting that on me in the ninth hour, literally, God, and I just thank you for um, those who are listening, God, and I pray, Lord, that you would just bless each uh, person on this call, God, that they would um, know their gifts, God, and that they would begin to walk and utilize their gifts uh, to the fullest of their capacity, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would bless um, marriage matters as they go forth this evening. Um, God, that you would bless every uh, one that calls in, God, and the leaders who are uh, serving in that ministry, God. God, we just give you all the glory and the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you all the life. Have a blessed Monday. Love you. Have a blessed one. Have a blessed Thank you. Love you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love you too. Amen. Good day. Have a blessed day. Everybody have a good blessed Monday. Love you all.